Welcome back to Fatah's podcast. Alhamdulillah, it's been a while since I've done a podcast. <laughs> it's been probably three to four months, and uh, yeah, Ooh, I need to get back on it. Um, first of all, let's just I just want to say Ramadan Mubarak to every Muslim out there throughout the world. Um, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you with a blessed Ramadan. Uh, may Allah um, answer all your prayers and whatever your heart desires. It's a blessed month and inshallah we all take advantage of it. And just to be thankful that we're alive during this month. Um, today's episode, um, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't even planning on doing this episode today. It's 6.42 a.m. right now. Um, and I'm never up this late. But, you know, your guy over here had to drink some pop at suhoor and thought I was going to be able to sleep right after. <laughs> and I got to be up in like in a couple of... I got to be up soon, so I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> but, you know, I just felt like Right now, at this moment, this episode is appropriate to do. Um, and it's something I just wanted to get off my chest and to be able to talk about. And today, I, I just want to talk about um, healing. But not just healing um, in general. I just want to talk about um, my grandma. My uh, my grandma who passed away um, April 14th, um, which is close to about a month ago. Allah Nahariso. Um, I want to talk about her because I want to, sh- I don't want to be selfish and it, it may sound weird, but I don't want to be selfish and keep her to myself. I want the world to know who Father Majibreel Abdi was, the queen, my, my best friend and like the greatest human being I've ever known in my entire life. I want the world to know the kind of person who she was. Uh, this is like I said. This is this is my best friend. This is someone who, the bottom, throughout my entire heart, someone who I absolutely adored, cherished, and loved. Someone who I looked up to, not as a woman, as but as a person. Someone who I looked up to, and someone who I wanted to be when I grow up, and someone who I want to be right now. Um. She was the kindest human being I've ever met in my entire life. She was always given. She never asked for anything in return. She was always given. She always wanted to make sure her family was straight and supported. She was the strongest person I've ever known. She raised an entire family on her own, on her own back. My grandma had a shop in Somalia, and this is the same person who at the crack of dawn to the sunset was working long hours just to provide for her and my family. My mom would make an emphasis and a point on that to let us know like how hard my grandma worked. And my parents, what they're able to do right now is because of what my grandma was able to do. Her sacrifices are 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 was was helping me right now in my run to be able to inshallah next week graduate college if I make it. If 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 I make it, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows me to live. Um was her sacrifices she was the most generous person i've ever known always giving back trying to help open messages like i said she was like my best friend man she was like truly somebody who like i just i don't know how to explain the type of 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 love i had for her it was yeah it was it was it was just 
someone they just love, man. Um, she was someone who made me feel at ease whenever I was with her, whenever I talked to her. She was someone I wanted to always spend time with. Um, I'd always go to her, and I just, like, she was just someone that, she had the most beautiful smile. Like, whenever she smiled, I, 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 I no cap, I'm not lying. Like, I, whenever she smiled, it would shut down the whole room because it was so warm and so bright and just, like, your soul would melt whenever you saw her smile. And whatever worry you had throughout that day, it's like it disappeared. Like, whenever I was having a bad day, even a good day, I would just, like, I would walk into her apartment and everything would just, like, all the, like, the anger, the, like, resentment, or if I just had a bad day, let's say I didn't do well on a test or, like, my boss was on me or something, it was just, like, everything would flush away the moment I see her, the moment I smile. She says, <laughs> she just looks at me and I just look at her and it's like, just like the most incredible person um she was so incredibly intelligent she was so intelligent man um i remember like one of the i remember like a week before she passed we um we were talking and we we were watching um we were watching tv together and i think we were watching spy kids because one of the kids was watching it and uh we were just chit-chatting, you know, um, Sheikh on Shah, you know, we had our Shah, we were just chit-chatting, and I was telling her what I was learning in class, and, um, I was telling her we were learning about the Somali Youth League in class, and I remember when I told her about the Somali Youth League, her eyes just brightened, and I was like, what's going on, and she just started singing a chant in Somali, she started chanting, and she's, and then she started chanting, and then she just, like, started talking about the Somali Youth League, and then I, like, I started putting two and two together, I'm like, yo, like, like, Yo, my grandma, and she's like, I was like, were you a part of it? And she's like, and she nodded at me, and she's like, you know I was a part of it. And she's like, you're looking at a member. And she was just talking about how they're trying to make a better Somali uh, and everything. I just thought it was so dope, man. Just like how incredibly intelligent and smart she was, and just like, just like doing everything it took to help her country. Even when she's been here for about 20, maybe 25 years. She always has such a huge love for Somalia, and I'm so happy that she was able to go back. I just want to say shout-out to my cousin and my aunt for helping her to go back. May Allah bless you guys. And obviously, man, she was the most beautiful woman in the world. Her and my mom, two of the most beautiful people in the world, inside and outside, man. Um, to me, man, like I said, um, she was there since the moment I was born. She was... I can remember her in every aspect of my life, through every phase of my life, through my basketball phase, to my like, like my like, severe chubby phase when I was in middle school, to like my, I was in college, to alhamdulillah being able to graduate college. She's been through everything, to like when I was, when I, when I took my first step, to when they named me, she was there. She always used to talk about how when I was a kid and I would just lie in her lap and she was just like pet my, like not pet, but like, like, run her hands through my head and then like even at 22 23 i would still put my head on her lap and allow her to run her 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 hand through my hair because you know, she's someone to put me at ease she was someone that uh I, I like to say she was an architect behind some of my like major life decisions 
um, because like I said, she was my confidant. She was someone I would I would talk about. She was someone I would talk to about stuff. I was never afraid to tell her about anything. Like honestly, like like I, even if I was like feeling girl, like hey man, you see, like I would always, I would always ask her for advice. I was never embarrassed. I would always ask her for advice. Because I knew that she was a person who would never judge. I've never, ever seen her in my entire life backbite someone. Never. Never. She was never the type of person to judge. She was never. When I was 16, and I talked about it in my last podcast episode, and I was very lost in life. Uh, I guess I was, like, angry in life or something. I don't know what's happening. I think it had to do with basketball. That I thought I was good, but I really sucked. <laughs> I can admit that now because I don't really care about basketball. I just like watching it. But um, like I talk about, when I was 16, I went back to Duxi and I met my mentor, my, my, my mentor, Ma'alam Ahmed Dahir. And he helped me uh, with her get back the foundation of love of religion in my heart. And by doing that, I was able to change my life and do a complete 180 and be able to um, be a better human being um, and be an assistant alim. So it was it was something that um, still sticks with me to this day. And it was something I very cherished. I remember when I made my first short film. I mean, like, I've only made one. <laughs> um, inshallah, I do more. But when I made my first short film, I, uh, I remember... I remember when I first finished it, and then um, I showed my mom, and then she was ecstatic. And then right when I showed her, I grabbed my laptop, I grabbed my keys, and I sprinted out the door. And I remember it was, it was like a really, really cold, I think it was late January or like early February, and I remember it was like really, really cold. And uh, I like I jumped in my car, and I drove off, and I drove five minutes to where they live, because uh, they live about five minutes away from us. And then I remember showing it to her and then my two cousins. And I, just remember, I remember I was watching her. I wasn't watching. I was watching her reaction throughout the whole thing. I would just see her like, 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 it's like pure, pure, like, proudness. I don't know if it's a word, but like, just pure proudness. And it was, it, it made me feel amazing because it's such an unorthodox thing for, for someone to create a short film, especially their first one where they kill off their little brother. And she was just like so ecstatic. I saw her shed a tear when I, when they shot my little brother in the, in the movie in the short film she was just and and i remember her looking at me and she was like just gleaming with pride and happiness and i remember just thinking like this is the best feeling in the world when someone that you truly care about and someone that i care about i don't there's not many people in the world that really care about their opinion i really don't but her and 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 a very small group of people i really do care about their opinion because there's some people that I cherish what they say because they're someone that I look up to and she's obviously the main person. So when she loved it, I was like, it made me feel good. Um, but obviously with all that, our time on this earth is obviously not guaranteed. We all know that. We know it's temporary. We know it's not forever. Um, and yet I had, even though it's temporary, I was so selfish with that. I, I, I was, I was, I was. I knew that she was sick. The doctors would tell us she's sick. Family would tell us she's sick. But I would always, in the back of my mind, always constantly think, "No, she's gonna live forever, man." She's and I, and I, I, I kind of felt like I immortalized her, which isn't good, um, because that's what kind of really broke my heart was. Um, the fact that I really didn't think she was gonna pass, I really didn't. I really didn't 
prepare myself for that. I thought I did, but I really didn't prepare myself for that. Um, like I would always, I I, I remember um, talking about it's like I can't wait to take you to Hajj and Umrah, and I truly meant it. I was like I really want I can't wait to take you, and I and I thought within a couple of years I'd be able to save up some money. Um, I selfishly, I always had in the back of my mind her meeting my future wife. I always had in the back of my mind her seeing her like great great grandkid. And it was something that I wanted, and it's something that I felt that was very important. But obviously, it's not something that um that happened. So with that, in the healing process, it's when you're entering the healing process. For me, it was a moment that I had to do something, and this moment I had to find who I was as a person again. Because she was such a major part of me. But when I was in this process, and I'm still in this process of finding who I am as a human being, I have to understand that what she's taught me is still going to be with me. And I can't just completely forget that. So I'm entering this stage, and it may not sound correct, but I'm entering a stage of being selfish for myself and for her to do stuff that benefits for me in this life, to be able to one day to be able to reunite, inshallah, if Allah plans it. Um, so it, it is a stage I say to myself it's a stage to be selfish it's a stage to do stuff that I need to do as a person to better myself and you know, I just I just want to say man lastly you know, shout out to all my friends bro um, I don't think they know how much it meant to me that they showed up to her janaza um, it was a bunch of you guys I don't think you guys like it it meant so much to me to see you guys there. And even if you didn't make it there, like just to see the amount of support you guys offered. Um, and it meant the world to me to see that guys who I grew up with, who I'm friends with, who I've been friends with for such a long time, who who when they were putting dirt on her grave, they would help out and they were putting dirt. It was, it was such an amazing moment. It just shows how amazing the Muslim and Somali community is and that we're such a tight-knit community that we always help each other. No matter what they show on the news, that's just propaganda. We're just... Honestly, Somali people are really the greatest human beings alive. There's no other community that matches us. We care for our own, and we always will. Um, and it's really dope when you have your friends that help you with the healing process. Like I said, I'm not the best person when it comes to communicating um, and talking about, like, oh, how I'm feeling and stuff. I just... I never really worked on it. It's not something I really was, like, strengthened. It's something I really do need to work on. But it's it's really amazing when you have your friends who are able to give you and know the balance of giving you space because this is such a hard time in your life to also telling you you do need to come out and have this ice cream and come out and get this ice cream or come out to the lake or come and grab lunch with me and I need you to talk to me. And it's not like force, but it's like, tell me what is, tell me how you're doing. And it's kind of like therapy with your friends. And I really, and I really appreciate that. And lastly, like, I want to talk about, man, like, um, this is something I really, I, I thought I knew this, but I guess I didn't. I just, I just didn't understand how short life is and how it's not guaranteed, man. Like, we all think that we're going to die at the age of 80, that we're going to die 90, really old and stuff too. But, um, we don't know when our last second or, or, or our draw of breath is. 
So we need to capitalize on every moment that we live. And it's something that I can't be a hypocrite on and I need to work on myself. Because like, I remember whenever, whenever I visit her grave, um, there are moments where I catch and I'm looking at other people's grave because, um, and, 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 and the plaque they have, because obviously they don't have a plaque ready for her. But when they have her, um, when they, when I'm checking other guys' plaques and all the other people that passed, I see all these different age groups. I'm seeing people who lived to about 90 to kids who passed away at 11 to even a baby that was born and died on the same day. So just showing us how life is so temporary, man. That we need to capitalize on everything that we do. That we need to turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because honestly, like we all know this life is temporary and that we need to take advantage of it because we know what our true home is and it's not here because this world is going to swallow us and, and spit us up, man. Anyway, I just wanted to get that out there. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Um, if you ever want to feature on, let me know. Um, I'll try to get more out there, inshallah. And hopefully you guys listen up. Um, and you guys listen to this instead of music. And even if you do, I don't really. Just listen up. Peace. May Allah bless you guys.